Happy Monday, everyone. This is your host, Eileen Bocanegra, and you have joined me here at the Living Encouraged podcast. I'm excited for a new week. So many great things are going to happen this week. I just know it. I just feel it in me. You know, you, you have to start off the week like that, like really believing for something good, something great to happen. And, you know, I was sitting here creating my board for the week and just making sure that I've got my week planned out already. That's something that I love to do is I like to plan out my week with things, you know, for the ministry, things for the podcast, uh, any projects that I'm working on. I love to be able to set the tone for the week. And what I've done this week is I've actually set the tone for the month, right? For the remainder of May and for part of June and also my daily to-dos. Like what is it that I got to do every day, right? Because I keep a busy schedule. You may not realize how crazy busy my schedule can be, but I mean, sometimes it gets out of hand cray-cray. I mean, seriously. Uh, I try to juggle sometimes too many things at one time, and that's usually because I don't have it laid out and I'm not following like my weekly plan. Instead, I'm kind of going, you know, just off-road with everything and and trying to do everything at a different pace, and, and I can get overwhelmed. But... You know, when I stay focused on my projects, when I keep my mind set on what is it that I want to accomplish, my week goes a lot smoother. It's so amazing. Like, it's crazy, but it's true. It's so amazing how my week will just go so much smoother as long as I stay focused and I keep my mind on track. Today, I want to talk to you about transforming your mind to transform your life. That's right. That's right. We're talking about changing lives here, right? But in order to change your life, you have to change your thoughts. That's what we're going to talk about today. You know, you might think like, okay, Eileen, seriously, what I think can really change my life? Uh, yeah, I'm going to tell you that it's the truth because why this is what I do for myself. I, I have proven, proven knowledge here. Okay. You know, I'm not saying I know it all because I don't. I'm still learning. There's a lot of things I've got to learn, you know, books to read and experiences to be had. But one thing I do know that's certain that if I keep my mind on a negative note, right? Like I just constantly stay in that negative boiling pot. That's exactly what's going to happen. I'm going to remain steamed up in a boiling pot and I'm just going to overflow with frustration, with anger, with, you know, no grace whatsoever. I mean, but if I control my thoughts, right, and I simmer down and I control what I'm thinking, how I'm thinking, the thoughts that I'm taking hold of, what I'm doing with those thoughts, if I can do that, I literally can transform my entire day, my whole week, my life. So today, we're going to talk on the topic, transform your mind to transform your life. Join me. Welcome back. This is your host, Eileen Bocanegra, and today we're talking about transform your mind to transform your life. Is that even possible, right? Like, is it? You wonder, like, really, can what I'm thinking really affect my life that much? Yes, it can. What if I told you you could think your way to success? Would you believe me? Huh? Would you really believe me if I said, You can think your way to success. Would you believe me if I told you you were created for greatness? Huh? Would you really believe me if I said you, right now, you, 
driving your car, you're going to work right now. Do you know that you're created for greatness? Do you know that when you were created, you were created with intentional purpose? Would you believe me? But how about this? Would you believe it if it came out of the Bible and the Bible is now telling you how special you are, how uniquely talented you are, how gifted you are, how you were created for greatness. You were created for far more than where you have yourself right now. Jeremiah 1.5 says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Isn't that amazing how even before you were created, and I've mentioned this before, we've talked about this before plenty of times, right? So come on, let's have a seat. Let's, let's have a little talk here, right? Let's talk about how special you are. Let's talk about how great you are, right? You're so special. You're so great that you know you were not created by accident. There are no oops babies here. Uh-uh. Every child, every person has been created with a purpose, an intentional purpose. And when we were created, we were each created with a different voice, with a different look, with a unique pattern of our own. Even if you're a twin, you still have a unique pattern of your own, right? Even if you're identical twins and you look exactly alike, I guarantee you there is going to be something different from the other. Do you know that every individual has his own unique Thumbprints, fingerprints, right? No two fingerprints are the same. How crazy is that, right? Even though you may come from the same family, right? Genetically, you're the same blood. But your fingerprints are always going to be different from the other person. That's how carefully created you were. That when God created you, he said, you know what? You may look identical to your sibling. You may act like your sibling. But you're not your sibling. You are you because I created you with intention. The thing is, is that we have to believe in ourselves. We have to believe in who God created us to be. We have to believe in who God says we are. And we have to transform our thought process and believe in those things in order to be successful in life, in order to transform our lives from a negative to a positive. We have to believe in ourselves, right? So follow me here. Follow me here. Come on. Let's get back. Get back. So I'm going to talk to you about this girl named Deborah. I'm going to throw a couple of people at you right here. In the Bible, there's a girl named Deborah, a female who was the only judge in the book of Judges. And we read about her in the book of Judges in chapter four. Okay. A female, the only female judge mentioned in the Bible in the book of Judges. And what does she do? She leads Barak to victory against Sisera, right? So she's telling Barak what to do, but in order for her to hold up her position, she has to believe in who God said she is. She has to believe in who the people appointed her to be, and that is a judge, a leader in her community. She was a leader. She was a wife, right? We know she was a wife. She's a leader in her community. In order for you to be a leader in your community, a leader in your home, a leader in your business, in order for you to be a leader or anything, period, you have to believe in your position. Not in an arrogant kind of way. We talked about this last, was it last week? We talked about 
not not being in leadership with arrogance, right? We're talking about leadership with grace. That's what we're talking about. A true leader leads in grace. A true leader leads thinking about their employees before they think about themselves. It's not always about the bottom line. It's not always about that final number. You have to think about all these other circumstances, right? How does it affect the people? A true leader is going to think ahead of schedule to be able to make plans, to be able to save the company, save the employees, right? That's a true leader. You're not going to sit there and constantly be badgering your employees to get the results that you want and then wonder why your employees have turned against you or why your employees are so bitter all the time, right? But you have to believe that you are that kind of leader, that you carry that kind of weight, that if you walk in your grace, right, you take your pace with your people, you lead, right, you lead with a staff, not a rod badgering them all the time. If you believe in that, guess what? What you believe, the other people will see, therefore you will achieve that. Now, let me give you another example, Esther, right? Here's this Jewish girl hiding behind a different identity, right? And she's brought into the presence of the king, okay? And here she is put into this dynamic position, right? This position that can take her to a whole different level. However, she has to believe in what she's saying. And at this very moment, she's believing that she is not she says there, she says, she's not admitting that she's a Jew. If anything, she has to say she is somebody else. So she is believing in that identity in order to pass it through, right? Follow me here. I'm not saying go lie about who you are. No, what I'm saying in this particular story with Esther, Esther would have never saved the Jewish people had she not had this kind of faith, this kind of unshakable, unwavering faith where she did not believe in herself and she did not believe in God. She did not believe in her faith and she did not believe in her abilities. You see, God gave these women specific roles that we read about, right? And these roles required for these women to literally step out in faith, courageous, fearless, brave, you name it. They had to believe that they were that. Had Esther not believed that she was fearless. Had Esther lived trapped in fear, she would never be able to have achieved what she did. Not only did she transform her mind from believing I'm just a simple Jewish girl with no voice and instead transform that thought to say, I am more than a Jewish girl. I'm in a position right now And I need to take hold of this position as queen and do something to save my people. Girlfriend went and did that. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That's the kind of attitude you have to have. Don't look at who you were. Look at who God says you are. Right? Deborah. Deborah could have been like, hey, I'm just a girl here. I'm just a girl here working in a man's field, you know. Just trying to keep up with the guys, right? Have you ever been in that position where you're working at a company and you're literally the only chick there, right? And you feel like, man, I'm a girl working in man's world and I'm just trying to keep up with them, right? I'm always going to be beneath them. I'm not going to make any more than them. I'm always going to be like right below them. They're always going to do better than I am. They're always going to have greater ideas than I am. They're going to make more income than I am. If you think like that, guess what? That's exactly the result that you're going to get. 
But in this case, Deborah did not think like that. Deborah took hold of her position. She didn't walk around cocky, like saying, hey, you're going to do this. You're going to do that. No, she led in her faith. Okay. She listened to what God was telling her to do. And she led in her faith. Fearlessly, brave, courageous. And because of that, she transformed lives because of Esther's choice to not allow her mind to be fixated on who she was, but instead on who God has anointed her to be in that position, in that moment in her life, she stood out and did something brave and courageous. By transforming her mind from one of fear, one of doubt, because we know that she had fear and doubt in the very beginning. She said, do you know that if I go in there to go see the king, I could get killed? Come on now. Do you know what will happen to me? He will kill me. He will cut me, right? <laughs> She's like, uh-uh, I ain't going in there. But instead, she didn't stay in that position of fear and that mindset of fear. Instead, she broke out from that. She transformed her thoughts. Therefore, she transformed not just her life, right? Because now she became a respected, a respected queen for stepping out, right? She did not get talked, you know, they didn't, they didn't put her down because she revealed who she truly was. No, it was that courage that brought her to a new position, right? And in this position, she was able to save countless lives. You know, Joyce Meyer has a book called Battlefield of the Mind. And in Battlefield of the Mind, it says, and I'm reading in page eight, it says, through careful strategy and cunning deceit, Satan attempts to set up strongholds in our mind. A stronghold is an area in which we are held in bondage in a prison due to a certain way of thinking. What prison are you living in right now? What bondage does Satan have you in right now? What is it that Satan's telling you you're not good enough? You're never going to succeed. There's no way possible. That's not who you were created to be. That is not who you're destined to be. What is it that Satan has you in prison with, right? He's got your mind trapped in believing that there are things that you are not capable of, but I'm here to tell you, you are more than equipped and capable of. You are more than worthy. You are more than good enough. Had I lived with that thought process that I was not good enough, I would not be here speaking to you today. If I honestly believed that I was not good enough, I would have never written the books that I have written. If I thought I was not good enough, I would have never even self-published them because I didn't think I was capable or good enough because I didn't have the knowledge or education to do it. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Going beyond the not good enough and saying, you know what? I ain't got time for not good enough. I'm more than enough. Starting off your week with a, I'm not good enough attitude. is going to get you just that. Uh, I'm not good enough week. But if you transform your mind, you can literally transform your life. And yes, you can transform your life and find success. You know, I sit there and I think about how my son is in a position, right? A new position where he's learning. Now, if he were to stay with this mindset that it's just too much to learn, 
It's just too much to handle. There are too many variables. There are too many negative possibilities. There are too many ifs, right? If my son were to stay fixated on that, then he would have not transformed his life within one week of being at this new position. Instead, he proved himself more than enough, more than enough, more than able. He proved himself to be better than what anybody anticipated. And he was recognized for that. And he was taken from one position to another. You know what? And I look at that and I think, wow, how incredible, amazing is that? That my son could have that mentality that literally is transforming his life as we speak. Why? Because instead of staying fixated on the difficulties that he saw day one, instead he created a mindset that said, no, you know what? I can do this. One thing that I'm so proud of of my kids is that they're always looking for inspiration, whether it's in music and songs that they hear. I, I watch them post videos, right? These, these uh, stories. And I hear the songs that they post on there and I see that the, the clip that they use is a song, a clip that has inspiration, that has some sort of encouragement, that is speaking life into their, their day. That's what transforming your mind is about. It's about soaking in that goodness, right? And eliminating all the toxic things that are trying to overcome you. One thing I recently started doing was I started taking this uh, probiotic, prebiotic combination pill, right? Because I learned that a probiotic was only good for so much, but a prebiotic was going to allow the probiotic to come together and both of them together were going to be able to accomplish more within my body. I had been feeling sluggish. My body was constantly aching. I was constantly dragging. My mind wasn't focused anymore. I mean, there were so many things that were going on with my body and I couldn't understand what was going on. So I did research and started learning a little bit more about what was going on. And I started learning that how our bodies consume only a portion of the vitamins that we take in whenever we're filled with toxins, right? Toxins come from your daily aspirin. Toxins come from, you know, certain things that you put in your body. So here I had toxins build up that I didn't know about that were holding me back, that were pulling me down, that were weighing me down causing aches and pains and everything through my body, right? So when I started taking this prebiotic, probiotic, what happened? I saw a transformation in my body. I started to have more energy. I started to feel better. I started to think clearer. Why? Because I was eliminating the toxins that were in my body, right? The toxins in my bloodstream, the toxins in my body. I started taking vitamins. I started really paying attention to what my body was saying to me. It wasn't saying it needed more medication to, to numb the pain. It was saying, I need a cleaning. I need you to start putting in the right minerals and vitamins into my body, into your body so that I could start operating the way I was created to operate, right? So when I started doing that, I started seeing a transformation. Well, imagine how your mind is. Your mind is filled with toxins, toxic thoughts, toxic, negative, fearful thoughts that are literally holding you back. 
toxins that are telling you that you're not good enough. You're never going to be successful. You'll never close that deal. You'll never sell that house. You'll never finish school. You'll never accomplish those dreams. That's what those toxic thoughts are telling you. Your relationship's never going to work out. Your marriage will never be restored. You're never, 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 never. That's all you hear with the toxic mind. But when you fill your mind with the good stuff, with the good juicy stuff, right? You go prime rib on this and you say, you know what? I'm just going to go prime rib on this. This is, this is going to be like a juicy steak right here that I'm feeding my body. I'm not going to give it, you know, McDonald's nuggets anymore. I'm going to give it something good, something nurturing, something full of minerals. When you start thinking like that, right? You start filling your mind with the positive stuff. You start reading books like battle of the mind to start understanding how can I win over my thoughts? Because that's what you're doing. You're, you need to win over your thoughts so that your thoughts are not winning over you. I'm going to repeat that again. Come on. You need to win over your thoughts so your thoughts stop winning over you. That's what I'm talking about. In Tony Robbins' Unlimited Power, I love this book. It's an old book, right? I think it's one of his first books. It's an old book. And, but for me, it's a classic because no matter what, I can always go back to it and reference, you know, certain things I, I can go and I can take nuggets of goodness from there and apply it in my own personal life. So what I love about this book is that it's a lot of encouragement to get you out of that mental state of mind that's telling you you're just not good enough. You're never going to find success. You're never going to do it. And it says here in the seven lies of success, it says, Belief in failure is a way of poisoning the mind. When we store negative emotions, we affect our physiology, our thinking process, and our state. One of the greatest limitations for most people is their fear of failure. Do you hear me? It's the fear of failure. And where does that fear come from? Your thoughts, your mind, your mindset. So imagine here for a moment when... We stop allowing our minds to be poisoned by the negative thoughts, how much more we are able to accomplish. Just think about that. If you nurture your mind with the right things, you know, it's just like the body. If you nurture your body with the right foods, you stop getting takeout. You stop going to Burger King and McDonald's, right? You stop eating junk food. You stop buying chips and drinking Cokes. You stop putting all that sugar and processed foods in your body. What happens? your body starts reacting a little bit different, right? You start noticing maybe you're not as sluggish anymore. Your weight starts to drop. You start feeling a little bit more energetic, more lively. Your mind starts getting clearer because now you're eating vegetables. Now you're eating the right nutrients. Now you're putting real food in your body that is going to nourish your body correctly. What happens? Your body reacts in a positive way. Now imagine serving your mind a plate of goodness, a plate of inspiration with a side of encouragement, with a little bit, you know, uh, uh, another, another helping of, of positivity. And you're sitting there and you're putting all this on a plate and you're feeding it to your mind every day. And what I'm talking about is check out the Living Encouraged podcast, right? Get on it every day. There are more than enough episodes. Or find you another podcast that you can listen to that when you're driving to work, you're filling your mind with positive energy. 
open your Bible and look at the encouraging words that the Bible is filled with that are reminding you just how special and unique you are, how perfectly created you were, right? Check out devotions, daily devotions. Start your day with a daily devotion or pick up a book like The Battlefield of the Mind or Exceptional You by, by Victoria Osteen. And right now she's got Fearless and Free. Fearless and free, a daily devotion that fills you up with those encouraging words that are telling you to be fearless and free, not to get caught up in the negativity. That's what we have to do in order to be able to find our success in life. Whether that success is in a career, whether that success is in your marriage, whatever area of your life where you are seeking success, whatever area of your life that fear has really imprisoned you, that's the area that you start focusing on. You start looking up scriptures. Maybe it's finances. We'll start looking up scriptures about finances. Scriptures that say that you are going to live a life of abundance. That God is going to just replenish you. He is going to replace everything that the locust has stolen. Start looking up those scriptures. If you're looking up scriptures of healing, start looking up scriptures of healing. It says, Lord, if I call on you to be healed, I am healed. Right? Because that's what the word says. And the word is infallible. The word is filled of promises that are there for you to hold on to. God doesn't need to know the promises. He, he knows what they are. He just needs to hear you say, God, I'm acknowledging this promise that you've made to me. And I'm holding on to that promise that you've made to me. That I am fearfully and wonderfully made. That I was created with purpose. And that I, I have been anointed for this position. And that I will find success in every area of my life. That I will live a life of abundance. And you start saying that over and over and over. I don't know how many times that I've talked to people about declaring declarations every day. Declaring over your life. Declaring over your finances. Declaring over your home. Over your family. Over your children. Over your marriage. Declare what God is saying about you and your loved ones. About you and your life. So I leave you with this. Monday morning. Let's start off our week on a positive note. Let's transform our minds so that we can transform our lives. Let's start taking those negative thoughts, take them captive, say, Jesus, here you go. I'm going to give these negative thoughts to you. You handle them. I ain't got time for this. I want some of your goodness, so I'm going to trade you. Here, here, here's the negative stuff, Jesus. Can you just fill me with some positive things? Can you direct me in the way that I need to go? Can, can you just help me? Open my Bible to where I need to read, where it's going to lift me up. Start off your week like that. Start off your week on a positive note. Start off your week mentally set on how wonderful you are, on how talented you are, on how successful you are about to be. And believe that and watch your life transform right before your eyes. I love you guys. And I just pray that you have an exceptional week this week. And I love you. And be sure to check out some of the other podcasts and get more encouragement. So I love you guys. And I can't wait to talk to y'all soon. Bye. Thank you for joining me here at Living Encouraged. It's such a joy to be able to kick off this week with you guys. I mean, who wants to start their Mondays just filled with a transformed mind, excited for what's to come, right? We know that when we start changing our mindset, we can change our lives around. In Philippians 1, 6, it says, Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you 
will carry it out to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. We know that God created you with attention. God created you with purpose. God loves you unconditionally. And all that God has created you to do, created you to be the person that he destined you to be, the purpose that he has for you, know that God's not done yet. Things may not look like the way you want them right now, right? Things may not be going the way you planned on, but know that God's not done yet. So hold on to that thought. God's not done yet. Why? Because you have to be confident in this and know that he started something good when he created you. And when he created you, he created you with a purpose destined for greatness, for success. So stand confident in that. Be confident in that and have your mind transformed to that thought process that God's not done yet. He's still working on your behalf. He's about to bless you and bring abundance to you. He's about to bring you good health and strength. He's about to renew your thought process with some good stuff. So remember, God's not done yet and he loves you unconditionally. I love you guys and I can't wait to join you again. For more encouraging messages, join me at livingencourage.org and also at blossomflowers.com. Check out my blog. Check out all the wonderful resources that I have offered on there right now. And if you can, check me out on Instagram. You can find me at the Eileen Bocanegra. And also check me out on Facebook at Living Encouraged. I love you guys. And I'm just excited to be able to spend every week with you guys living encouraged.